Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the It's Just Dinner podcast. I'm your host, Tom Robinson, and sitting right across from me, my good friend and co-host, Bob Walls. Tom, you look great. You look like you just got off the golf course. I did. I just got off the golf well, course. Oh, yeah. No, what a life. Did a not play professor. well. Did not well, play well. Glad to have you here. And we're not going to talk about that. Okay. Well, let's avoid that. Hey, we have two great guests. Yes, here. I've just been meeting them. It's delightful to have and, them here with us. And on. these guys are from the Divine Comedy here at yeah, BYU. So great. I have in my hand yes. Kim's bio. Oh, great. And I would love to read this to you. Okay. And then I have Jason's bio. Oh, this is very formal. And so I thought it would be Reading fun to, to get that. So they sent these in to me so we can okay. get to know them a little bit. Great. So this is Kim Willie, a member mm-hmm. of the Divine Comedy. And then by day, she says she's a paleontologist. She says that. That's what she says. But is it true? Well, we're going to about to find out. Okay. Now, she's been known to, to the quote Shakespeare uh-huh. verse while holding an ankylosaurus skull. And I actually saw her. Were you doing the uh, to be or not to be? Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him well. Oh, oh. lovely. <laughs> now, unlike Jason, Kim is currently on the market. On, on the market? On the dating market. Oh, okay. She's, on the dating she's market. still out there Stock and available. Market. Okay. Um, it's... And, and what she claims, it's the reason why she's here today. So we will put a plug in for the boys to contact her. Okay. Well, g- could you want to give us your cell phone number just right now? <laughs> <or> she-, <laughs> she, she told us that her, her <laughs> ideal date is a cross between Percy Jackson and a golden retriever. Oh, so okay. Well, I think we can... Percy plug. Jackson with long, flowing blonde hair. Oh. Beautiful. Like Fabio. Okay, well, I've, I've got a mental picture in my mind. If I see that guy walking across campus, I know right where to send him. His, uh, her perfect date would uh, be going to the planetarium or the carnival. In her free time, Kim can be found singing old-fashioned barbershop or beating the high score on Webkid, Webkin's smoothie moves, Webkin's which I don't know what that moves. is. So my, my, my producer, Avery, was trying to explain it to me earlier. We'll get the tutorial on TikTok. <laughs> now, Kim, we'll Kim claims she's unqualified to talk about dating, but she enjoys the occasional flirty wave from across the room. Oh, well, yeah. that's how it starts. That's all how it starts. Yeah. Now, Jason, on my far right, yes, he's also in Divine Comedy by night, but during the day, he's also in Divine Comedy. Oh, so your night job is Divine Comedy and your day job is Divine Comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unpaid. It's like an unpaid oh. internship. Unpaid oh, internship. Well, well, during the night and during the day, it's unpaid? Yeah. And, oh. and and he is an advertising major. Oh, terrific. I heard that so. Moses was an advertising <laughs> major. <laughs> oh, I, I he, thought those. He is one of the chosen ones. Okay. Um, but he says his dream job would be writing for a TV show rather than just the ads in between the shows. Oh, there you go. So yes. That's his, I, his ideal woman is his wife. Oh, well, that's good to say. You know, yeah. that's good. And how long have you been married? Um, just over a year now. Oh, good. Congratulations. Wow. He, en- he enjoys cartoons, camping, and playing with his foster bunnies. Foster bunnies. I have no idea. Is that, that another is. video game? It sounds thing? like a new, another video game yeah. that they yeah. are playing. Good. So welcome, you guys. Glad Thank to you. have you here. Yeah, I, I'm you. just curious. Tell us about Divine Comedy, will you, really quick, and, and what that is and how you got involved with it. I know what it is, but tell us how you oh. got <laughs> Tell everyone else out there what it is. All right. Um, it's a sketch comedy group, kind of like SNL, or I guess Studio C is more accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a long time ago, the people in Divine Comedy graduated, so they couldn't be a part of Divine Comedy, and then they started Studio C. Um, and yep, we just write sketch comedy and perform, and sometimes improv, but not really. <laughs> do you at do random you, events we'll do improv? And, and and where do you where do you uh, come a little closer to your mic? Okay. Where where do you perform at? We perform at the Tanner Building. And oh, here on campus. Yes. So yes, you're right a here. campus club. Uh, we are technically a class. A class. <laughs> oh, okay. A, a class, class clowns in, in, in which... Uh, within TMA. Within TMA. So they yes. actually have a, a comedy class that mm -hmm. you... And so you study com you study comedy as part of the class. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. There's, there's, there's a okay. separate uh, comedy writing class that's yeah. open to everybody. And I've taken wow. it. We've both taken yeah, it, right? Yeah, I've taken it a few times. Yeah. Huh. Um, and then for Divine Comedy itself, there's auditions and then... Um, we get an ad code. That's mostly just to help us get credit so that we can like devote as much time to it as we do. Mm -hmm. So it can be your full-time uh, job and not get paid. That's oh, sneaky. Yeah. It's so much work, sneaky. but very, very worth but it. I'm sure it's got to be fun yeah. to do that. Yeah. Like, and, and so you audition, and if you're accepted, then you get in the class so that you get credit for being part of the Divine Comedy Club troupe team, what, whatever cast. you... Cast, cast? Yeah. cast is what you call it. We're it's a sketch comedy troupe, but yeah, we're uh -huh. we call it cast. I guess. Now, did you guys just have a show here recently, or are you going to have one? Uh, we just finished our Batman. Oh, the Batman show. one. Yeah. Yes. So the we Batman do we do show. six shows every school year, uh -huh. uh, three each semester. And and you perform those on campus in the Tanner Building, mm -hmm. and it you sell they sell tickets for it. It's free or yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, Five dollars. Really? Wow. And yep. Yep. And we throw glow sticks. I've got a glow stick on today. Uh, I have loud music, and it's it's just a party. So wow. worth every penny. Mm. It, is worth, it is worth shows. every penny. Yeah. You've been. You've yes, been I have. To, yes, you yes, have. Yeah. Wow. Fascinating. Well, that's fantastic. And, and so um, how many people are a part of the troupe or the class? How many? There's 11. Well, I guess we just had some people leave. Mm -hmm. And the number like fluctuates, but generally like mm -hmm. 9 to... 11 or, 12? Eleven or twelve. I don't know. Yeah. Now, now I've always noticed this, and you can uh, confirm or deny this, but I found <laughs> that generally some of the funniest people I know are shy people. They're not really <laughs> extroverts. Most people on Divine Comedy are introverts. Yeah, it's so not it's always it's like that. This is kind of the card spell <laughs> this year. But and, and so why it, it, we don't we had the psychiatrist before I knew this. Why why is it that people are you think that people who are funny would be the extrovert people? Why is it? Why do you think it's the other way? Why are why are shy people the ones who seem to excel in comedy? Well, uh, it's the one way I think we all learned to communicate with other people and reach out and make <laughs> just sense. being funny. Right? If you can be funny, then you can be well known. That's yeah. why I'm an introvert. Is so that why? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. I'm funny. <laughs> well, that's you know that's true. Tom is very funny. <laughs> he looks a little like uh, Steve, um, Steve Martin, Martin doesn't yeah. he? If you look I just right, you see Steve Martin. Get right confused there, yeah. for him all the time. You can see him with an arrow, you know, <laughs> going through his head or something. Mm -hmm. He'd be Steve Martin funny. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything to say about it? Um, just, I think part of it might be confirmation bias. Like, the, you meet someone who's really quiet, and then they say something really just out of the blue, super funny, and it's more of like an impact than someone who's uh, noisy. Who's talking all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's unexpected. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Interesting. Good. Well, the, the premise of our show, as you may or may not know, is getting people to go out to dinner to date. And so you've been here involved with BYU's campus for a number of years and with the LDS dating culture. 
does that topic ever come up in your comedy sketches? Oh, of course. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought that? <laughs> yeah. It's sometimes we, um, I don't know, we worry that maybe that's like not really low-hanging fruit, but just that it's been done so much. But yeah. there's always new angles. But it works. <laughs> our it audience works. is always loving. Go with what works. I, I think about a third of our sketches at least mention dating or mutual or whatever. I just wrote a sketch this year about chick magnets. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Give us a, yeah, what, what, tell what, us a what, little bit about that. What, I, what was the sketch about chick magnets? Well, um, it's chick magnets and yeah. stud finders. So oh. the stud finder is where you find studs on the wall, but... Yeah. This girl gets a stud finder and she uses it to find a, a cute guy. Oh, and well, not about you know. Yeah, we just said. Yeah, put it up to their head. It goes beep 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 beep. Okay, uh, and then it will tell them why uh-huh. he's not a good guy to date or he's already uh, taken. If we only had something. such a thing, right? Yeah, well, it would be great if we if you had it. Yeah, and, and and so I'm assuming that the audience reaction to this is uh, rather robust. Because it is something that most of them can relate mm-hmm. to. The, the dysfunctional nature of dating, it's pathetic, really. But yet people <laughs> laugh at, at their, and I guess laughing at ourselves. Love is, to laugh at ourselves. Your only yeah, choice right. is to cry. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that wouldn't be divine comedy. You'd have to change the name to divine crying. You know? Divine tragedy. Yeah, it's a divine, tragedy, divine yes. tragedy. It would yes. be entertaining, too, but I... Y- you wouldn't pay five bucks to go see right, that, right. I don't think. Maybe if they paid me five bucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, if they pay, say we can just do the opposite. If you come, we'll give you $5 to, to depress you. Misery oh. loves company. we got to get you in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you Good. pay $5, you go on stage, you cry a little bit. Yeah. They're there and you're out. I like this idea. I think we've got a I, I have a future. This is this, a new so. innovation we can see. Yeah, yeah. that's good. And, and so um, uh, even though it's overdone, you still say you find new angles. What, what are some of the new angles that you've seen recently that are funny about our dating culture? And you can't say everything, so. <laughs> yeah. I think it's not so much like new things. I mean, I'm sure that the culture shifts over time, but mm-hmm. like as long as one person's at BYU, like we're only here for so long, so we probably don't see too much change. It's, it's more like, um, I guess like new, new takes on, on dating apps new mm-hmm. and maybe it's I mean they say nothing in comedy is new like everything is everything has <laughs> mm-hmm. been every Sometimes every joke's been made already so you just got to put your personal spin on it from your personal experiences um, th- now this is more about comedy than, than dating but <laughs> but most of yeah for all you can do with comedy is like bring your own personal truth to mm-hmm. and, and add your perspective so yeah every relationship's going to be different so you can have the same dating experience and have wildly different takeaways. That's right. true. I guess that is common. You know, I was just thinking back when in my day here at BYU, the big joke was... When Brigham Young was here? Yes, when Brigham and I were roommates. <laughs> um, the uh, people would say, oh, she's here to get her MRS degree. Oh. You know, so that was the big <laughs> joke back in the 70s and 80s. But that's kind of disappeared. Because that culture has changed so much about, and I think it's because of the advancements of women in the workplace, that before it was just women would come here to find a husband and and be stay-at-home moms, and now women are more advancing their own careers. And so that joke probably doesn't go, if you got up in Divine Comedy and said, oh, she's just here to get her MRS degree, (laughs) it would probably... 
Yeah. It, it wouldn't get a laughter because nobody get knows. in trouble for that one. Like yeah, I, I would say that's... <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah. wouldn't fly anymore. For yeah. Yeah. And, and so I, I guess comedy does... So don't does, say that. I guess comedy does... Do, well, that was commonly said back in the <laughs> 70s and 80s. It's history. It's, you know, I'm not insulting everyone, but that right, was right. the culture. At, at, well, that was the what we made fun of right. in the culture back at that time. So what are the, some of the things you still make fun of? I'm just curious as to what has come up in the past. I think a pretty common theme that we, we try not to like dwell too much on it because everyone says it all the time is just like how fast relationships go sometimes, <laughs> like from meeting them to engaged to married. Um, that's pretty common, I think. I'd also say awkward RMs. Mm-hmm. We joke Ooh. about them so much. Yeah, we Poor make guys. fun of them too. We do. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think that even back in the 70s and 80s, that was still a joke, too. You know, Try to that, laugh at yourself. That, yeah. Well, that return missionaries were just looking to get married. I, I think the big difference was is that, that we had an entire generation that we encouraged not to date before their missions. And so they're even more awkward now when they come home because they've never dated a girl, yet they've been told to marry one. <laughs> and. <laughs> And that's not funny, is it? Just changing gears <laughs> way too fast. It might be funny if you want to write a, ske- a s- <laughs> sketch on that. So that would be a funny. We did that one time. Remember that was we did write. Yeah. We did do that. So it was very funny. It was a great. It, I actually wrote that. Maybe you I did. should be in Divine Comedy. I think. I, you, could you push for Tom to be the non-paid person? Because nobody's could, getting paid there. I could write. Good. I could write sketches, which would be fun. Well, you just have to so. be a student. So I think. If you so want to like try to get, get another degree, enroll in a class, <laughs> yeah. 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 Some more classes, maybe I could take the comedy writing second class. second PhD yeah. in theater. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great suggestion. I've been accused of being a copywriter anyway, so that you thinking, you copy I, thinking I was one. So <laughs> you now, copied the writing yeah. of others? Is that <laughs> yeah? It's advertising. It's <laughs> oh, okay, let's not PR professors. Yeah. Um, so it, when Kim came in today, she told me that she was at a speed dating event. Oh. Yes, and I still have my name is, tag on. Is this part of your comedy research, or was this <laughs> <laughs> everything's comedy Every, research? Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. It everything is. <laughs> is really like I say yes and to everything because it's just another opportunity for another story oh. and an angle that's that I have really, experienced. That's some really good advice, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I thought it would be cool that I'm going on this podcast, and I was invited to do this by my professor. He's running the study. Uh, had some free time. I like meeting people. Thought, and so how was, was it? How, how was the experience? Um, I still have like little circles from the electrodes. You got the yes or if you get the yes or no questions right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was cool. It was cool. So nice were the electrodes to, to measure your responses or was that to give you electrical shock therapy? <laughs> to, to measure the responses. <laughs> that's it. Well, that's better. I feel better about yeah. it. Yeah. Heart rate and whatever so, else you can measure oh, with that. Wow. Um, but they just weren't not my type. No, really. so nobody nobody so, got your heart going. Then. So no. how, how many speed dates did you go on in this on event? Ten. Ten? Wow. Ten. So you sat down and had a conversation with ten different people. Mm-hmm. And, and, were, and you say that none of those really seemed to be, they, they, it wasn't productive for you. I mean, I, I think it's so fun to talk to new people, uh-huh. but no one that I would be really interested in dating. Oh. Did any of them try to ask you out? Uh, <laughs> they gave us an option where you could mark whether or not you wanted their contact information, and if both parties say yes, they'll send it. Oh. Uh-huh. So you don't know. 
I don't know. Because you said yeah. no to everything. She said no, <laughs> no, I no, I, no, no. I said like maybe to two of them. Uh-huh. So we'll, we'll see later so today. So you're telling me there's and, a and chance. And, well, yeah. Yeah. So, so what was the criteria? What, uh, what made two of them maybes? What did they say or what did they do that brought them up on your scale from a no to a maybe? <laughs> what if they watch this? What if they, well, you're, we're not using their names. Nobody else That's is going to know. That's yeah. fair. It's uh, all anonymous. They all think they could have been the maybe, all 10 of them. <laughs> they think, well, I, should, I was the maybe. Or they're hoping they're the it's maybe. It's just a matter of having main character energy. If someone main character wants to, energy. <laughs> someone who takes <clears throat> their life to the fullest and says, I want to go try that, and I want to participate in this and that. And they're, they're the star just, of their own movie. Yeah, just someone nice. who, who wants to live life and is okay to share with that. So. Huh. So it wasn't necessarily based on looks or things like that. It was just confidence. It was also looks. Okay, good. We're, we're, you know, we get to be a little shallow. Let's be. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Say, let's yeah. be. Yeah, that's fine. And, and, and I'm sure now all of those ten that are listening to our podcast think, well, I was the good-looking <laughs> maybe one that she. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, uh, w- what was the reaction to uh, um, among the other con- the people that were there? Were they? Was it comfortable? Did people enjoy doing this, or did it seem to be awkward? Uh, it was awkward at first. They played smooth jazz while we were waiting. <laughs> nice. Woo! Yeah. Uh, Setting the mood. So it was, it was like it a bar like, lounge uh, <laughs> feel there. Huh? It felt like sitting in a very, very large elevator. <laughs> <laughs> little Kenny G going on. Yeah, the just sitting there like, okay, all right, when are the guys going to come? And they, they came in. And it was very relaxed and natural after that. Oh. Well, I'm glad I to hear that. I knew quite a few of the girls there already, so that was. What kind fun. of cl- what was the class? I'm curious. <laughs> Taking canyoneering. Canyoneering. Yeah. And so, part of canyoneering <laughs> is speed dating. It's speed dating. I was kind apparently. of trying to see the connection I, I, there. Right? I see the connection. You don't. You're never supposed to hike alone. Putting <laughs> your life in threatening and terrifying situations. It's the same thing. Yeah. You know. Wow. That's that does describe dating here at BYU. Doesn't well, it? canyoneering and dating. <laughs> well, there's that it's, feeling when you're rappelling where you go just over the edge. Right. And it's the most scary thing in the world. It is. It's like asking a guy out. Hey. Yes. Woo! On belay. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. I get it. You know, you just mentioned something interesting that I'd like to get your opinion on is where you said asking a guy out on a date. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? And then how can we get more of the young women to do that? I would say about 50% of the dates I go on, I ask. Yeah? Well. Because I'd like to have a say in my own dating life. Wow. I like, I there's some advice. The star, of her, the star of her own movie. Yeah. She's, yeah. Taken, she's that confident person. I, I think No that, wonder all those guys want to I think to all the women, the young women that are listening to this show need to take that quote and put it right. up on their, on their wall. I right. want to have control of my own dating life. Wow. That's fabulous. That is. Yeah, that is good. And so uh, what success have you found or failure have you found with that? Uh, Has it been productive? Yes. It's a very good thing. So most guys are open when you ask them out. Yeah. I like to plan very fun dates. Ah. (laughs) Nice. There's a little bias there because she's good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she would be great fun. So I'm sure that. So give me an example of a fun date that you would plan. Uh, I did a Bob Ross night. That was really fun. A Bob Ross, the painter, the the, the yeah. The, the, did uh, it come with a wig? I, a curly. <laughs> did you? No, no, no. Did you plant some trees over here? <laughs> we 
Happy little trees. Happy little trees. It's some some waterfalls. Yeah. Lovely. Some mountains. That's fun. Uh, I also took a guy to the paleontology museum. Oh. And we dug up fossils and put together a model. So that was kind of fun. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. So this fascination with paleontology, that's not, (laughs) you you say that in your bio, but actually that's just a. Yeah, that's my actual job. That's real stuff. Oh, you actually work there. Yeah. You do you do that in and you do comedy and you do theater mm-hmm. and paleontology. Yes. All, all three go to and and see. canyoneering. She's the yes. triple threat. And so the canyoneering I can see now with the paleontology because you got to get in there and find those dinosaur bones in the canyons. <laughs> right. So, so how do how do we convince <laughs> the right. how do we convince the other young women out there to start asking more boys on dates? Because I'm I believe that. The boys aren't asking the girls because they're too afraid, and the girls are sitting home alone doing nothing. How do we get them to ask the boys out? I wouldn't know. <laughs> you would know. She she does it. See, I'm, just, I'm talking to guys, not girls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what would you tell them to say? Hey, you know, try just go and do this. Just go do it. Yeah. I, I don't. All right, Jason. What would you tell them? <laughs> Yeah, um, he he's the one who actually is married, so And and you call that the success then Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I would say that anything I've said today can be counted as fiction. Oh. <laughs> so you're not so you're not like worked. you're basically like we are on this podcast, you're just making, making it up, it up as you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well <laughs> it's worked for us, so I can't say it won't work for you. Well, Jason, what advice do you have for these these guys and girls out there? Oh man, I um let's see. I do think that it's important to to keep in mind that it's it's just dinner, like like low pressure. Um, I also I don't know if this is like the norm, but I've seen a lot of people get overly I don't know like um, just fixated too much on the pursuit, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I've had a lot more success um, in my dating life, not just like getting married but just in general <laughs> in general um like if when i just tried to to build friendships with like the people around me um and like not have this ulterior motive of like oh i need to go on dates with all these cute girls like still like just be friends with them for the sake of like building good friendships yeah and then, just being friends and then you can like like maybe go on some casual dates like and don't expect anything of it um i when I was dating my now wife, um, we just went on a few dates and um, she didn't want to like lead me on, but she wasn't interested. And so she um, started declining my dates and she was like so <laughs> worried about like, I don't want to hurt his feelings or anything. And I'm over here like, oh, okay, I guess I guess I won't go on more dates with her. I'll just ask someone else out. <laughs> and like, it wasn't, it wasn't a huge... A huge deal to me and I, I know it's easier said than done and I think I was just like in a good headspace it's not like I'm, I'm not tooting my horn it's just kind of my circumstances I wasn't like upset by it I was just trying to like meet people and and have fun and um, I think I was I was blessed to have like good friends that helped me not like ass- assign my worth to how my dating life was going right um, and then after a while, um, this girl that I was interested in realized that maybe she was interested in me too. So we went on more dates and um, 
this one time it happened to work out for us <laughs> and we're married but like um i don't know i think i think a big part of it is if we if you do keep in mind or just like take a more a more casual approach and and don't necessarily try hard to like pursue someone just try to build relationships well and said. friendships mm-hmm. and then it helps like lower the stakes and if mm-hmm. something works out then you can maybe start pursuing a little more of my flowers. And, and, and just to go along with that, we recently had a relationship therapist right. on. And he, he said, you know, he way. said that idea of avoidance. Mm-hmm. And he said uh, we and, were brilliant. And he did say that. Uh-huh. And he's a very educated get person. get that back. And, uh, but he talked about avoidance. And I think this is exactly what Jason said, is it's like, you know, don't, av- don't avoid the situation. Because he said, just keep asking people out because it's just supposed to be fun. Right. You're just supposed to go out and have dinner and have a good time and get to know someone. Right. And the more you avoid it, the deeper in the hole you get. And so I just I love what he said that he just kept, you know, you don't want to go out with me, fine. I d- just go out and find the next person or the next person. We'll just go yeah. and become friends. We can yeah. still like have game nights at our apartment and you're still invited. Exactly. No hard feelings. Exactly. At the end of the day, you still have a best friend. Right. There you go. Right. Now, uh, focusing on comedy, uh, in one of my classes, we talk about uh, the science of storytelling. And one of those is the natural process of the brain releasing hormones into our bloodstream based on content we receive. And so when we hear something funny, our brain releases endorphins into our bloodstream and it gives us a feeling of euphoria and joy when people say something that's funny. And so most dating, I bet successful dating, is because you have that ability as being uh, comedians to say funny things. Success. <laughs> and well, do, do, you, do you find that because you are uh, students of comedy, that it's uh, so, so a lot of girls say, well, I liked him because he made me laugh. And my husband, my, my husband, my, my wife. <laughs> oh. Whoa. And I'm, hey, uh, God. D- 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 <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, my wife uh, says I married him because he made me laugh. Y- you know, and so do you find that b- being able to use comedy is something that's a benefit to you in your dating world? Or are you too shy to use comedy in dating? It's on, you only use it on the job. I, I swear I never learned how to talk to people. I only learned how to flirt. Ah. So, so what is the difference? Just talking and making jokes is the same thing at this point. <laughs> Unfortunately. I, and so um, what, what is flirting then? If, if talking and making jokes are the same. I mean, well, we were saying the, the people you go on dates with, sometimes it's just to become friends. So mm-hmm. the way that I talk to friends and the way that I talk to someone I'm potentially interested, it's going to be the same way. Oh, I so, love that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's authentic. It's, it's really, a, you know, yeah. really smart. Yes, it is. I think for, um, I like, yeah, like Kim is just authentic and true to herself, and that involves comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a little caveat with that is like, like don't try to be funny to <laughs> find a partner. Like, um, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, like, I just like that's just kind of how like like Kim said that's mm-hmm. how I communicate with people is I like to um, like I don't know make people laugh and um, just spread joy that way I guess but um, there are other people that are like really interesting or really cool and I love talking to them and it's not based on comedy and so I I don't think that you should try to shoehorn comedy into your relationship mm-hmm. necessarily but mm-hmm. I do think Everybody's funny sometimes. And I, well, I've, I found out one of the most dangerous things is when you try to be funny and you're not funny.
funny. <laughs> that can really backfire on you, mm-hmm. as, as you know. I, but I, 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 I wouldn't know. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never experienced that. I mean, we've experienced that all the time. It shows yeah. like Or you, you tell pops. a joke and it just like nothing <laughs> out of it. I mean, half of comedy is taking risks and failing. Right. Yeah. Um, something I did want to bring up, though, is we've had cast members go on dates and people know that we're comedians and expect us to be funny and uh-huh. for us to tell jokes. Right. And sometimes that's just not what the relationship needs to be and mm-hmm. is kind of a detriment. Yeah, it's so funny. I, right. I follow a lot of, com- uh, of comedians and they always say that they'll meet someone and they'll say, oh, you're a comedian, tell me a joke. Mm. <laughs> and they're like, they look at them like, you know, I just, I, it's not, that's not how it works. So, mm-hmm. well, and I think, like you said earlier, a lot of comedy is not necessarily telling jokes, but it's observing behavior and pointing out behavior in a funny way. That the, the way people behave is a lot of times funny. And that's not necessarily a joke, you know, knock, knock, or, <laughs> you, you know, and so I think it's, a, like you said, it's situational comedy that is usually the best so that when you're with people, if it's natural to say something that's funny, it comes across as funny. If it's not natural, it doesn't come across. I think, I think a big thing, one reason I think maybe that people are, like in a relationship, if someone is like drawn to you because of, of your humor, it's because you're authentically expressing yourself, right, not right, because right. you're making them laugh. Yeah. Like right. I have um, a friend who like what doesn't consider themselves like funny, and I, I think that wouldn't be like a great word to describe them. They still say funny things sometimes, but <laughs> right. like I, I like them because of who they are. And so just like conversing with them and interacting with them is just such right. a joy because I, I can interact with them right. it's not about being funny or not when you bring a good point there the difficult thing is getting to know people so that you can know who they are and that's kind of why we have this stigma in our culture because for some reason it's very difficult to get to know people here in this community and, and i think the thing that is the barrier to that is we put so much pressure that when you date someone for the first time that this could be your potential eternal companion and, and so there's so much pressure that's put on first dating that it makes it really difficult to actually get to know somebody. And be authentic. And, right? and authentic to, because you're, you know, how many times have we heard someone say, every time you look into a girl's <laughs> eyes, you need to imagine that she could be your eternal companion. I mean, oh the, the pressure of the first <laughs> date. Did you say that? See, now, now <laughs> yes. Kim, you didn't know that, did you? No. Every boy that looks at you. Oh. <laughs> so every Can 10 guys on now? when you were on that dating thing, those two maybe guys would have been out like that if you'd have known this. So you need to talk to us before you do another uh, speed dating. Speed dating event. So. Um, and, and, and so I, you can easily understand why we have that culture because it, it's almost the opposite of just comfortable conversation with people to get to know them. And I think in, when it comes to that, comedy, people, I don't know, comedy is like a good way to help us all like lower our defenses a little bit. And yeah. so I think that's one reason it might be a little overrated, maybe, I don't know. Now, well, you're not selling comedy here very much. You, you know, I thought you guys would be pushing. The, I'm just the saying comedy is <laughs> not a silver bullet to dating. That's all I'm saying. So I think what you're trying to do is you're discouraging all the other guys from being funny. To try so to be you funny. Can, so you can have the corner I'm, on the market of funny. I already funny. got married. I'm, <laughs> I'm not using it as a weapon. I'm not weaponizing comedy here. Well, hey, wait, hey, Kim, do you like a funny guy? Oh, yes. Or do you absolutely. like to be the, the funny one in the 
in the relationship. I like to make people laugh, but I also love when other people make oh, me laugh good. too. That's good. Do you and love it when people laugh at things you say? Oh, absolutely. That makes my day. Yes. So hopefully I can find someone that I can riff off with. <laughs> if we can just talk back and forth for hours of just dumb, funny things. Well, or someone who just laughs at all your jokes because then you get the, the, uh, the, the pleasure of making <laughs> them laugh. Yeah, but Thank you. there must Thank be you. give and take in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> so, so true, so true. Well, you guys, this has been really fun, and uh, thank you for coming. This is uh, Kim Willie. You've yes. met her, right? I, I met Jason Kim. Mogul. She's very funny. These Jason two are in Divine great. Comedy. And I'm going to go and next time they have are you so guys, it's only five bucks. It is five, five bucks. bucks. I mean, and are you guys uh, going to be doing this in the fall, both of you? Yeah. Absolutely. And so do you have a date for your next show that's coming up? Yes. It's, I might not pull it up before we end the show. But well, it's we'll wait. generally the first or second weekend of the month. <laughs> the first or second weekend. So these are on Saturdays? Yes. We do it Friday, Friday and Saturday. Saturday. Friday and Saturday night. Same show both nights. Two different shows. We perform at 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock. So we have two shows seven, both two nights. Different seven, shows. Two different shows each night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, wow. That's great. And at the, um, tell me again. The, the Tanner Building. The Is there Tanner a theater building. in the Tanner Building? Room 151 serves pretty well as a, a stage. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've been selling out lately a couple of shows um, I, I each, can see why. each cycle. Yeah. And it's so that's been so fun because especially coming off of COVID, it's been hard to. Yes, hard people to get are looking to get out. So room one fifty one of the Tanner and the building. Tanner building. <laughs> From seven and o'clock, uh, there's a show, and nine o'clock, both on Friday night and Saturday night. Having a guy text me about the podcast right now. Oh, and you tell him oh. it's going really well. They're yeah. both yes. very funny. <laughs> okay, I found that the show <laughs> dates. Um, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, so October seventh and eighth is our first show. Oh. And then on the 5th, there's a tech rehearsal. It's free. Uh, no, oh, okay. It's not as polished. Wow. October 5th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, these, Tom, these would be great dates. These they would be are. To, That's what I tell everyone who comes great by Great dates, yes. There's, like, there's no pressure, and then it, like... I don't know. You're laughing, having a good time, and then you can like talk about the show right. afterwards, and maybe this get some ice cream. Well, and that's one of these things where you should walk to, because you're off campus, you walk to the Tanner building. You have some, and then just like Jason said, you go grab an ice cream, or you yeah. you walk home and you get the talk. You talk about the show, so, and so should we? I'm just throwing this out here. Should we change the name of our podcast to "It's Just Divine Comedy"? Um, <laughs> we might have to talk to our advisors about that. Can you talk to them about that? And get back to us. Maybe, yeah. Bring us on every week to We're, talk and just promote all our shows. We love that. Honestly, yeah. I, I sure. like this. So coming up in October, we have Divine Comedy, and I'd like to encourage all of you guys to go out and to say back. hello to Kim and to Jason. Not during the and, show, and but say, you know, I think they do auto- the an autograph session mm-hmm. afterwards. No. I won't yeah, give you my number, come up and but say hi. if you can find me. If you can. Oh, there's also September. I totally... Oh, September no. is September's before. September's the, auditions. The audition show. Just auditions. follow us on Instagram. All the dates will yeah. be there. There you go. So, divine so Comedy on Instagram. What do you, just Divine Comedy on Instagram. That's um, how they find BYU it. Divine Comedy. And, yeah. and Kim, you were saying your number would be there on the Instagram page. Is that what you... Uh, <laughs> no. I think I have a distinctive enough look that people watching this show that are very... They will, say, they will okay. find they her. Will find yeah, her. come up after the show. I like that girl with the short hair. You can talk to me after the Do you do a meet and greet after? People flee. They, they flee. They run. Well, we stick around on stage, <laughs> yeah. and like our friends will come up and say hi, and sometimes some fans will too. We would, I, I love it when fans come down and talk. Well, to you us. guys need to go down and talk to these right. guys. So it's been it's been great. Thank you for coming. All right. Um, and you guys can not only follow Divine BYU Divine Comedy on Instagram, you can also follow It's Just Dinner wow. on Instagram. It's Just Dinner YSA, and then also, and Hunter's over there, who's now my big TikTok guy, right? Yes. 
So uh, it's just dinner on we TikTok. We're doing some TikTok, TikTok stuff. TikTok thing. So there's some of us here that are TikTok famous mm -hmm. and some others that are not. not. So, And then also, if you want to send us an email, and we're still getting those funny date stories coming oh, in, yes. it's just dinnerysa at gmail.com. And we could maybe funnel over the funny date things to you folks, and then you could use them in your comedy. <laughs> we routines. have a great one about a farm and a and Fro a dog. dog. So it's <laughs> hilarious. But we'll tell you well, later. Wait, come in October, folks. <laughs> we'll and, tell you and about that one later. Here the real comedians. <laughs> well, thank you very much, and uh, thank you for listening. And hey, you guys, just go have fun out there, would you?